everyone. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be talking about Omen's Bite by mother-daughter duo PC Cast and Kristen Cast, most famous for their House of the Night series. Now, I will say I like the novel. <laughs> Before I begin anything, I did like the novel overall. I liked the plot. I liked the mythology and I liked how as a Wiccan um PC cast and Kristen cast I like how they imbued a lot of I guess the witchcraft in this novel with a lot of realism and respect it was kind of similar to Alice Hoffman's practical magic usage of magic in a way and I liked that and I think that's the vibe that they're going for with the storytelling so I do think the story has merit and I like how there are various forms of mythology because to be a Wiccan doesn't mean to just kind of believe in one sort of afterlife you believe in your chosen afterlife so there are many different forms right so I think that, that was really interesting and I like the story um but <laughs> uh if you remember my review of Spells Trouble I cannot stand Mercy Goodville. Goodville, um, she's, I guess, the more popular one of the twins. Not to say that the twins are, you know, unpopular and popular, but she was the one who, she's a green witch. Um, she prides herself on her beauty, on being very put together. Whereas her sister is a cosmic witch, and she's very, I guess, kind of out there. Um, both sisters are comfortable in their own skin, but in the first new first novel, Hunter seemed more like a sidekick. And I want to talk a little bit more about Hunter in a little bit. But she seemed more of a sidekick to Mercy. Mercy was kind of, I guess, all the attention when you're reading just kind of goes towards mercy like your eye is drawn to her and I think that that's relative to the plot as well because everyone seems to be drawn to mercy goodwill <sighs> I could not stand her and in fact I think this book made me hate her even more I went from just finding her annoying to just being like oh my god I could not stand her I kind of hate her um which is kind of unfortunate considering she's one of the main point of views in the story. <laughs> she's just, to me, she's never wrong. You know, in her own head, she's never wrong. In the previous novel, she got caught up in thinking, oh, my sister choosing a male god is the reason that the gates are falling around the town and why monsters are getting loose. So she forces her sister to give up her god right so her sister pretty much had to rip out a part of herself you know not only did they lose their mother but her sister had to rip out a part of herself and forsake her god in favor of another goddess that she didn't that she didn't have a lifelong attachment to and for mercy i mean she just doesn't give a damn honestly she's like oh well i thought i was right and hunter just needs to get over it it's just like, dude. And Xena. I love Xena. I like how Xena calls her out on her shit repeatedly. Xena's like, are you not listening? Like, she had to forsake her god. It's like, well, I thought I was doing the right thing. It's just like, oh my god. 
Mercy, can you just shut up? I could not stand her. She's so self-absorbed. She's so... She seems to me incredibly superficial. It's really hard to feel any sort of empathy for her. Like, I just feel annoyed with her half the time. And then she uses British colloquialisms like, bugger me. And I'm like, oh my God, you're not British. (laughs) Half the time I wanted to just go in the book and shake her and slap her and be like, stop it. You sound so fake. You sound so obnoxious. And I think it just adds to that superficial tone of her character. So, did I like the story otherwise surrounding her? Yes, I just can't stand Mercy herself. Like, I just I just want to smack her in the face. Now, Hunter, on the other hand, like I said earlier, in the previous book, Hunter seemed more like a sidekick. In this novel, she's really coming into her own because her anger at her sister is forcing her to really discover who she is outside of her god, and discover who she is and what her power can do outside of her sister, outside of what she thinks she's always had to do. She's always had to kind of be in the background cleaning up her sister's messes. So she really comes into her own here, and she doesn't let herself just be bullied by her sister anymore. Anytime her sister talks, she's like, you know what, I don't have to deal with you right now. I have more important things to do. Um... She doesn't let herself be bullied by her sister. She doesn't let her voice get drowned out as much. Whereas in the previous book, she did let her sister do all the talking. But now it's more of just like, you know what? I'm going to do my thing. You do your thing. I've got this. Like, whatever. So you're really seeing her come to her own. You're really attached to her because you're seeing her grief. I mean, she has so much grief. She lost her mother. She lost her sister in a way she lost her god you know she really did lose a part of herself and she has to kind of find the strength to regain that part of herself and rediscover herself so for her seeing her evolve that was really interesting seeing her voice come alive and her attitude come alive that was really interesting i did like that and i do like how you also have an outside point of view as well you know, Mercy's scorned boyfriend. I like how we're seeing kind of that puritanical aspect come back to life. Because if you remember Spell's Trouble, the first book begins with the Goodville and, you know, their ancestor escaping the Salem Witch Trials um, and asking her goddess to help her find a new hometown. Obviously, she founded Goodville. So it was really, really interesting to see Mercy's scorned boyfriend kind of take this puritanical stance and infect the town with his anger and, I guess, his own witch hysteria. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think overall the story was really engaging and interesting. I did like that we did get to go to the Egyptian underworld. That was really cool. It was very colorful. It was very vibrant. It was very beautiful in a way. And I think um, the cast duo, I think they're really good at being respectful of other cultures um, and other spiritualities. And I get that feel as I'm reading the story. And I like the realism that goes into how the sisters practice their craft. 
so overall, I have to give it three and a half out of five stars. It's just mercy. I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, she just annoys the crap out of me. Mercy. Oh, like, can't stand her. But you know what? Overall, I do think it was a really engaging story. Mercy aside, the story itself is really good. Hunter is amazing. Xena is fabulous. I love Xena. She's like a human who can turn into a cat and vice versa. I mean, I love her. She's fabulous. And her name being Xena, I'm like, yes, you are a warrior princess. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have to give it three and a half out of five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, please purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking the podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee or by making a one-time donation to my Anchor FM platform. Links to all of that and more is in the description. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, happy reading. Mm-hmm.